Yeah, so here we are rolling into another episode of Him Partial Off the Record, Easter Monday edition. Easter Monday, something we'll describe later. Uh, some for my American friends, you're yeah, like, no, uh, what? Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're gonna talk about Easter today um, because we're all um, chocolate wasted from yesterday. And no, you never heard chocolate wasted before. I heard chocolate wasted, but some of us know not to overindulge. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, but before we jump into it, you know the drill. Go to himpartial.com, sign up for our free weekly newsletter, support us on Kofi, give us those dollar dollar bills or those poundy poundy pounds. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and yeah, we could really use your support. Um, there's a lot of things on our wish list that we just can't get to yeah until like, the funds flow in like i saw a four kilogram egg chocolate <laughs> chocolate egg <laughs> the other day and we were like we should do an episode where we saw another one that was like not four kilograms but it was still bigger than my head yes. and we were like we should just get lots of easter eggs and then try them all and that should be our <laughs> off the record and then we thought <laughs> that's not going to work for our listeners who no. listen to audio only all they're going to hear is like they're just going to hear us smacking okay. <laughs> and they are not going to enjoy it um, I'm just kidding like if you do support us on Kofi I'm not going to spend 80 pounds no. on a 4 kilogram egg no. even if it is bigger than Monet's son <laughs> it really actually properly is um, no but there are things that we want to do we've talked very ambitiously not not about guests per se but definitely they're on the list about you know certain like um, on the scene episodes that we want to do mm-hmm. like to travel take you guys with us places but you know we're we're just homemakers and podcasters we don't have that kind of budget but if you guys support us on Kofi those things could start to become more possible Um and we really want to do that for you guys because you're a great audience. So ko-fi.com slash impartial. All of our links are at impartial.com. Um, and we hope that you sign up to one of the everythings. Yeah. Or yeah. all of the everythings. It's all fine. All of them. Um, a note about Kofi, you can give a one-off mm-hmm. or you can join up to like do a tier, which is once a month you give like a nominal amount. Yes. And we've named the tiers. So if you have a favorite hymn writer, you can go and join their tier. Yep. Um, they're not, they're not much, but every little helps as the supermarkets say. As both Lidl and Tesco. So that's not Lidl's. Lidl's is, um, these are supermarkets in the UK. Little on, big on quality, little on price. Oh, sorry. This is for our non-British listeners. This means nothing to you, but for our British, British listeners, you know, the, uh, the rivalries of the grocery uh, grocery stores and also like for our British listeners, just a total totally off the record, not at all related thing is if you're looking for a call in the caterpillar, <laughs> <laughs> the Morrison's one is the best. Yes, he's we, not called Colin because if you're British, you'll know why he's called Morris. Morris, but he's the tastiest one. I've yes, had. and he's we not know dry this. at all. Yeah, we got Colin from Marks and Spencer's for my son's second birthday. And for our for our American listeners, this is literally just a cake it's that just is chocolate it's, roll. It's a, yeah, it's a cake roll that has been decorated to look like a caterpillar. And there was his like, name is Colin. His name is Colin, and there's great controversy because 
Marks and Spencer's, which is like a kind of posh store to get your groceries, they tried to sue some of the other stores for having their own version of Colin. But because he was called Carl yeah. and not Colin, yes. they lost the case. They lost the case. But like every supermarket has their own yes. version of Colin. Every but he's not called one. Colin. But we wanted to give our son a proper Colin cake and it was dry. It was so dry. But then a few days ago, you had brought over a Morris caterpillar cake and it was amazing it was, it was so, so moist it was so good i was like okay well come on and marks and spencers just, just for our like american listeners this thing is a cultural icon if you've never had a call on the caterpillar cake for one of your birthdays <laughs> as a child your yeah. parents didn't love you they didn't love you <laughs> so i'm glad to know that we do love our son that was Anywho, a whole sidetrack sorry we're digressing but, but we, it's chocolate so it Easter. is related yeah. it is related so we talked we just did a series on our normal formatted show on um good friday hymns and resurrection hymns and we kind of prefaced one of the episodes with the confession that we don't treat easter with the same amount of celebration mm. as we do christmas um, and you know we love Christmas here at Him Partial. We also very much love Easter, but we we probably could do better at making it more of a big deal because it is like a more important day in the calendar, no? It is. It absolutely is because without Easter, Christmas is kind of not that relevant anyway. <laughs> but I was just thinking like at Christmas is really easy because you can get all the decorations and the yeah. lights and yeah. the trees and everything. It's kind of like, what do you do for Easter? Yeah, well... Because you don't really want like depictions of Jesus so much. No. So it's kind of like, how do you how do you decorate for Easter? Because I think that would make you feel like it was more festive. Mm. Well, you could just put um, stones everywhere and you can roll, roll them. them. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is actually related. You could it's- just hang bandages. Yes. Like... <laughs> This is this is actually okay so I don't actually know the history of it. I might look it up. But on our notes we had something about what's with all the bunnies. So I can tell you what's with the eggs. Yes, so in the states it's not so removed because the Easter bunny lays the eggs. That is weird. It is. You but See, tell me, tell me American something else. American education system yes. where they think that rabbits lay eggs. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think of that. I didn't even think of that. Oh no. Oh no. I'm sorry. This is just descending into chaos. Um, the reason people roll eggs. So that was a thing. You used to boil an egg and you used to roll it down a hill. Um, and it was kind of a competition to see who could survive. Mm-hmm. But the reason that you roll the eggs down the hill is it's supposed to symbolize rolling the stone away from the tomb. Mm. That's what the eggs were about. They weren't a pagan fertility symbol. They were just a round thing that people had that they could roll. Interesting. And then they decorated them because, hey, why not? But it was like food, though. That's like a weird thing. Like, But some parks in the UK, like if you go to them on Easter Sunday, like in the afternoon, you will just see bits of egg everywhere. <laughs> you'll just see like you'll get to the bottom of like a, a particularly steep hill usually they're short but steep hills yeah because uh, it was one near us in the park where i grew up and uh, you would you would just see like bits of shell and bits of boiled egg lying all over the grass where kids would like roll their eggs down the hill that's so strange it's no strange in the rabbit laying eggs they're all strange it's all strange to me because okay so i've actually just looked this up easter bunny and this is our good friend Wikipedia, so we know it's 100% true. (laughs) 
It says the Easter bunny, also called Easter rabbit or Easter hare, is a folkloric figure and symbol of Easter depicted as a rabbit, sometimes dressed with clothes, bringing Easter oh, eggs. I know it's a rabbit. Originating among German Lutherans, the Easter hare originally played the role of a judge, evaluating whether children were good or obedient or disobedient in behavior at the start of the season of Eastertide. Similar to the naughty or nice list made by Santa Claus, as part of the legend, the creature carries colored eggs in its basket, as well as candy and sometimes toys, to the homes of children. As such, the Easter Bunny again shows similarities to Santa. Uh, the custom was first mentioned in Georg Frank von Frankenau's De Ovis Paschalibus. <laughs> Things are starting to descend into chaos. Um, referring to a German tradition of Easter hare bringing eggs for children. So that's where that comes from. We got this Whoa. from Germany. I can see why. I can see how um, less. Uh, I'm not calm. Why the pagans would claim that um, it's a pagan thing because rabbits are a symbol of fertility. Yeah. So later on in it. In this very accurate article from Wikipedia, it says eggs have been used as fertility symbols since antiquity. Eggs became a symbol in Christianity associated with rebirth as early as the first century AD. But not the Trinity. Because mm. it's a whole thing. Okay. Like, like you can't describe the Trinity like an egg. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> Um, as a special dish, eggs would probably have been decorated as part of the Easter celebrations. Since the first century. No, no, no. This is, no, it's not said. Oh. Um, later German Protestants retained the custom of eating colored eggs for Easter. So it's an old, old tradition. We didn't steal it. No. And adapt it. That's so weird. But the bunny thing is a German thing, because. Yeah. Interesting. I would never have guessed that it came from Germany. Me Honestly, neither. I would never, never, ever guess that. See, I've seen Rise of the Guardian, so I assume that the Easter Bunny is <laughs> Australian, actually. Have you seen no. Rise of the Guardian? No. The Easter Bunny's in it, and he's Australian. <laughs> it's like, I'm not a rabbit, I'm a bunny. Anyway, um, that's a whole side. So that's what's with the bunnies and the eggs, I guess. But just one more point on this. Before we get personal, um, I I don't get where Easter egg hunts come from because that's the thing that we do in the states. No, that's just a consumerist thing. It's it's insane. Like I know, no, let me look this up. I know, like a lot of public parks, you know, uh, youth centers, blah blah blah. They all put on like a huge Easter egg hunt. I mean, I remember once. Not once, multiple times. The church, the, the church that I was saved in, we would participate with other local churches in the area and put on an egg extravaganza. Yes, um, and it was it was cool because we like had booths or whatever to like give out leaflets for our churches. But it was just a huge like children's event, and we would get like thousands of these little plastic eggs and fill them with candy, and we would just like throw them out in the tall grass it wasn't that tall it's uh not american is it not where'd it come from finish your story well long story short is that this was like a huge thing it's a huge endeavor and so like a lot of families would do this too like on a family level like they would wake up at like five in the morning and then go around the house and hide eggs and like 
tell their children like, okay, there's 20 eggs or whatever. You got to find all 20 before mm-hmm. we go to church or whatever. And they would like go and they'd be like in creative places and, or they would have like these huge, like, I mean, you could probably still get them cause it's America, but you would like be driving down the street and there would be like people selling huge Easter egg or Easter baskets on the corner. And it would just be like a huge basket with like a bunch of chocolate in it and maybe like some bunnies or something like maybe like a Easter crossword or something. And that's what you would get. It was just like a day about chocolate. It was so chocolate centric. Do you know um, what? I think it's Aldi, the supermarket. Mm. But last year, well, a few years now, actually, because their chocolate's just really good. <laughs> uh, well, actually, it's not good chocolate, but I associate it very strongly. Like it's nostalgic for me because mm. we used to get the ornaments at Christmas and we get an Easter egg at Easter. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Aldi's do like a whole chocolate chicken. It's hollow, but it's like, um, it's like maybe 10 inches high and mm-hmm. then it's about the same across and it sits on this chocolate nest and then it has all these little eggs inside the nest. Yeah. Uh, and my mum bought us all those last year. And I think we went home with two and somehow ended up eating four. And I don't know where the other two came from, but those things were breeding in the cupboard. Anyway, um, the custom of the Easter egg hunt. Guess which country it came from? Germany? Yes. What? Guess which of our favorite reformers kind of started it? No. Who? Luther, apparently. Really? Apparently so. Like, um, Martin Luther, during the Reformation, would organize egg hunts for his congregation. The men would hide them for the women and children to find. Um, oh, because it's a nod to the story, the resurrection, in which the empty tomb was discovered by women. So the men would hide them and then the women would find them. It's kind of weird. Interesting nod. <laughs> but the, the other reason is because in the Catholic Church during Lent, at that time, you weren't allowed to eat eggs. Hmm. You weren't allowed to eat meat. But eggs was included in that. Oh, Fish wasn't necessarily, which is why in Catholic doctrine, the capybara is a fish. What's a capybara? Capybara is a giant guinea pig thing. <laughs> they, classed it, they classed it as fish because they told, they told the priests, popes, whoever makes the laws, that <laughs> it was a water-dwelling creature. And they were like, sure, it's a fish. <laughs> and it meant that the explorers could eat meat when they weren't supposed to. <laughs> so fun fact. We're way off track now. Yes. But apparently, um, the Lutheran it's a Lutheran tradition linked to the Easter hair, mm-hmm. but about the women and children as well being um, wow. the ones who discovered. Them. Who would have thought? I, I just, honestly, if you know history, you're probably like, <laughs> this could be totally wrong. I just pulled up a, an article and was I like, know. oh, it's Luther. I mean, there's probably some truth to it. Oh, it yeah. might not be 100%, yeah. but maybe it's like 2% true. Some dude I'm named Luther. For, I'm here for Luther just being like, I've hidden all the eggs. <laughs> <laughs> you just think though, like if you're using real eggs and you like properly hide one of these eggs and it doesn't get found, like, oh goodness. If you hide like a, if you had a plastic egg with chocolate in it, like it's probably going to be fine if you find it six just months don't later. Open the egg. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I mean like it'll be like, you know, chocolate M&Ms or something mm-hmm. like that, you know, Smarties, whatever. Oh, okay. But... If you if you lose like a proper egg, like a hard boiled egg, or like <laughs> that's true, you'd be like, man, it really stinks in here. Where's that egg? <laughs> we only found Although, seven out like, of eight. <laughs> you were saying about like hiding twenty. Mm-hmm. I would be that mother who numbers them, and I would have like one, two, four, five, six, <laughs> and then just let them spend the rest of the day looking for an egg that doesn't exist. 
warning to any future children that come into the Peregrino house, your mother is going to torture you. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I just find that all fascinating. So we've talked kind of generally. What What is your kind of Easter tradition? What have you done like traditionally in your family over the years? Apart from the chocolate chicken. Apart from the chocolate chickens that multiply in the cupboards. <laughs> um. Do you know, I saw a post on Very British Problems the other day where it said about there's no bond stronger than um, a British person and the mug that they got with an Easter egg when they were four years old. <laughs> I still have that mug. Um, no, my my granny uh, would buy us an Easter egg every year mm-hmm. or my parents would. Or as we got older and we were kind of like, eh, Easter eggs, they would buy us like sweets of some kind. Mm. Generally, we'd also have, like, on the Sunday, we'd have a roast for lunch. As far as I remember, I could be wrong. My mom's going to be ringing me up, like, what are you talking about? (laughs) But often, like, as far as I remember, we might put a tablecloth on the table. (laughs) (laughs) Really fancy. Um, But, yeah. Yeah. Was it anything specific you did, like church-wise, that stood out over the years? We went to church. Besides going to church. Um, Which didn't stand out because we did that every Sunday. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, that didn't stand out. Not really. I'm trying to think. I mean, we've been in a few different kinds of churches. Mm. So we did do... I've done a share of Easter egg hunts Mm. um, with chocolate eggs, not real eggs. Mm. Uh, I remember when we still lived in England when I was about four years old, our school had a, an egg painting competition. Nice. Where you decorate the eggs. Yeah. And the one I remember, because I was so impressed with it, was someone had built like a little Darth Maul. Because this was like when I was four. So you were talking 24 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um. And they built like the body of Darth Maul from Star Wars and then they decorated the egg as his head. And I just thought it looked so impressive. <laughs> it was so, it probably was terrible, but it looked so realistic to me. Um, I was just in awe of this. Um, but yeah, I've done like egg decorating mm-hmm. or Easter egg hunts, but nothing. Mm-hmm. I wish we did more, did something. I don't know. I don't know what we do. Yeah, it's an interesting one because I don't like on one a- on one hand Christians celebrate Easter every Sunday. That's why we meet on yes, the Lord's Day. That's true. And it's probably more than one Sunday in the year where you're talking about Christ rising. Mm-hmm. Um, but hopefully not less than one Sunday. <laughs> um, so it's as a Christian, it's almost like different layers to how I've practiced over the years. Practiced so. What would you have done? Like, including before you were a Christian, like, because it'd be interesting yeah. to hear how it changed, if it well, did. It, well, my grandmother was a churchgoer. Um, my my fam, like, my immediate family was not Christian. Like, we weren't churchgoers at all. But for Easter, everyone, you know, it was, what do they call it? CEO Christians, church and Easter only or whatever. Like, have you heard that phrase before? I haven't, but I know of Hatches Matches Dispatches. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that one? No. Hatches, explain. matches, dispatches are people who only ever go to church to christen their kid, get married or die, have a funeral, okay. basically. That's the... Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, that 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 was basically... If I was staying with my grandparents, I went to church with my grandmother. Mm-hmm. Or if it was um, Easter. I don't think really 
Christmas, but um, Easter. And so it would be like a thing. Like you had to have an Easter dress. Like it was like a fancy oh, Easter dress that you had yeah, to have. Okay. And we always wanted, not every year did we get it, but we always wanted one of those giant Easter baskets with all the candies and the toys in it. Um, and I did get them a few years, usually through like a cousin, like my, one of my cousins, her dad like had a lot of money and spoiled her a lot, but, and I was kind of like a sister cousin. So like whenever she got something, I got something, which is nice. really nice. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, so it was a big deal. Everybody, everybody, everybody. So it's, it's really funny. Everyone would be at church and this is something that I only associate with like a historically black church or a British wedding. But you know, like the Sunday hats or the, or yes. the fascinators, like that yeah. was like a thing, like in, yeah. in historically black, I mean, maybe still is where you'd have like a big giant hat and you would be matching from head to toe. Like mm-hmm. you just were dressed to the nines. Um, so having a nice Easter dress, a big hat on my grandmother probably. And, um, and then a big dinner afterwards, yeah. like you'd have a big dinner. And by like nice dress, she means like princess dresses yes. and sequins and tulle yeah. and all of that not just like velvet. oh that's a nice don't forget velvet oh, velvet yeah, yeah, yeah. bows 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 all yes. of it hair was pressed if you know what that means <laughs> my hair was pressed and it was like you know a little page boy or whatever um and then when i became a christian which wasn't until i was 20 1920 mm-hmm. um it, it's it moved away from being a thing that I did with my grandparents. My my grandparents actually uh, just got too ill, and my grandmother actually passed away while I was in college. Um, and is part of my testimony a little bit, but maybe that'll be for another off the record. Oh yeah, we should do that. Do our testimonies, hmm. but um, so really Easter was just kind of it was like I had to relearn what Easter was about, mm-hmm. and I loved it because. I knew who Jesus was all of a sudden. And so Easter meant something to me. And I would participate in like the extravaganza of my old church and stuff like that. Whatever we were up to, I was part of it. I was like, I never missed church. I never missed Easter. So it was just kind of like whatever we're doing. But I think like, I think I would like to bring some of the old in with the new, not necessarily the superficiality of it, but like the specialness of it, Mm -hmm. you know, like, not necessarily like trying to keep up with the Joneses with a nice Easter dress, but like having, um, like treating the day with some sort of reverence and treating it in, in a special way. And like maybe having a big dinner and, you know, I have a son now who's two and he's at the age where things, everything's special now. Mm-hmm. So maybe, I don't know, doing something for him that's not like necessarily like chocolate eggs. We've done it more and maybe a little bit better as we've got older mm-hmm. like as me and my brothers have got older because mm-hmm. I mean when we were younger we weren't in a great church to begin with mm-hmm. and I think as like me and my parents have grown and matured in our faith I think we have valued it more mm-hmm. although I just randomly remembered like one thing very significant thing <laughs> that I remember being quite an important thing at Easter or quite a, just a memorable thing at Easter was um and my parents' church, uh, the First Reformed Church that we went to, um, the pastor would begin the service with, he is risen. And then people would kind of go, he's risen indeed. <laughs> and like, that was the one time the congregation like responded <laughs> the whole year. They were like, he's risen indeed. That was the other thing. Yeah. So that, that I learned that 
when I became a Christian, that kind of call and response, mm-hmm. he has risen. He has risen indeed. And it the le- first time I was like, what's, what are people saying? Yeah. Like, what is this? How do they all know what to say? See, that's not strange for an American. Americans will be well, like, he's no, risen indeed. Because like the, the not so great church that we've been to before, I was, they never did that. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, you know, when people sing up and they're like, stand up and they're like, let's sing the doxology. And you're like, <laughs> I've never heard this before. I'm just going to smile and... <laughs> Like they don't put the words up or anything yeah, and you're yeah. just like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> um, no, but but what's interesting about that, that you just reminded me of, I did think of it earlier and then you reminded me of it, is that call and response, My the church I was saved in was like very intellectual and I our pastor used to tell us like, well, this is how you say it in Greek. Like this was the original hmm. Greek. Like. Uh, Christos Anesti, Alithos Anesti, right? Or something like that. Greek people, you can at me, I don't care. Um, and so when I turned 21, my mother, uh, who's not a Christian, she was like, I know you've been wanting a tattoo, so I'll pay for your tattoo. What do you want to get? And I was like, well, I want to get Christos Anesti on, on my body. Oh, people looking at me. Um, so that's my one and only tattoo is yeah. actually an Easter greeting, but it's also an it's every, a statement it's a every faith, Sunday. Really, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's Christ is risen. Christ is risen. And, um, actually funny story about that. And I won't go long cause we're running out of time, but, uh, I was talking to my, my pastor at my old church and I was like, yeah, I want to get Christos Anesti or whatever. Christ is risen in Greek. Can you send it to me? And then I was also taking a, a class at my university called Greek, Greek Orthodox history. And so the, professor was Greek and also a pastor. But um, I had asked him and I asked my pastor and my my professor was like, yep, this is definitely all of those characters, exactly how you have it written. Because I had printed it out like this is exactly what's going to get printed yeah, on me. Yeah, because you don't right? want to get some no. random thing printed on your body. He was like, that's correct. So I went and got the tattoo. And then like the next week I saw my pastor and he comes up to me with a bit of paper and he was like, is this what your tattoo looks like? And it was something totally different. And I was like, no. And he was like, Christ is alive. Right. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. I was like, Christ is risen. And he was like, oh, no, 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 no. What you have there is right. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) He gave me a full heart attack. I did research it a lot beforehand. I like looked up several sites and talked to real life people. But it was just like that tiny moment of panic. Like, oh, no, it says something else. And I've had people, Greek people, like come up to me and see my tattoo and go, hey, Christos Anesti. And they've like, they were like, are you Greek? <laughs> I'm like, no. <laughs> um, which actually leads me to one more point, And then I swear I'm going to stop talking. But the Greeks, like the modern day Greeks, they have a totally different Easter calendar. They don't celebrate Easter the same time so we do. It was a whole thing about, I was reading about this randomly. can't remember why, but I was reading about it and I was like, so um, there was... No debate about celebrating the resurrection in the mm-hmm. early church. There was mm-hmm. debate about when to, uh, to celebrate it. Because mm-hmm. there's two different kinds of calendars. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lunar calendar and then there's a different one and they don't always sync up. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you'll think that Easter is over and then like in April, May time, if it's a particularly late one, you'll be like, maybe your Jewish friends are celebrating Passover and you're like, wait, that was March. Yeah. What? <laughs> um, so... 
it is to do with that. I was going to tell you something about the Greek. Gregorian calendar but I'm not going to wind you up <laughs> I'll tell you off camera well it's just funny because I do have a good friend who's from Greece and she's like it's a whole thing like it's a whole like celebrate it's like a whole week long month long I don't know like celebration okay. in Greece I just remembered so Easter Sunday not so much but Palm Sunday mm. I remember like sometimes church they would have like palm things mm-hmm. and they'd like sing them and yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. When I was three or four, oh no, that was a nativity. Never mind. Our school did a nativity and they actually had, there was a boy who lived on a farm and he got to play. Maybe it was actually the triumphant entry. Anyway, he was riding <laughs> a donkey, an actual live donkey through the school <laughs> as part of this play. It just, I don't even know why. His name was Adam. Why do I remember that? That's so bizarre. We've triggered a core memory of ours. I remember him coming through the the automatic doors on a donkey and just being like, (gasps) anyway, sorry. Yeah. Well, we're actually out of time today, but let us know, how did you celebrate Easter this week? Um, Or how have you in the past? Do any of these bring up core memories for you? Are you thinking, oh, gee, I remember. Darth Maul, the egg. (laughs) I remember my little velvet dress from when I was six. Getting your hair ironed. Yeah, getting your hair pressed out for the the fancy Easter dinner. Um, But yeah, we do pray that, you know, obviously Easter's over, but we pray that um, you guys had a lovely time. I just remembered if any of you have had Simnel cake. Oh, Simnel cake is like a fruit cake, and then it has marzipan on top, and then it has 12 blobs of marzipan, and it's supposed to represent the apostles, and it's an Easter tradition. Oh, anyway, wow. sorry. Just, From where? I have no idea. I'm just, you're just, we got to end the episode before I like <laughs> tell you my entire life story. <laughs> well, we do pray that the Lord will bless you and keep you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>